right, uh, I finesse my way into this game like left, right, uh, up, down, fuck you saying, what's that check, right, uh, bust downs for the whole team, what it look like, uh, Shit, you could tell me. Let me get to these facts. Ain't no more dancing around it. Everybody got that work. Somehow I really doubt it. Doubt it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Competent Conversations podcast. I'm here with my co-host Taquan Lino. My name is Rashard Neal. It's been a long time coming, guys. Uh, we took a couple months off. We've been growing a lot, and we wanted to come to you guys with season two. And the whole theme for this season is to place your power first because we all want power in some way. Power is just another word for ability. And we want to help you guys become more able in life through the conversations that we share. So we're happy to be back and we're happy to have you guys listening. Taekwon, how you feeling, man? I feel good, man. Like, I think we needed this time to grow and become more within ourselves. It's just kind of find, like, our different level of purpose. Just kind of find out, like, how can we help other people? Because, you know, if you can't help yourself, you can't help other people. So I think just growing as individuals allowed us to sit there and process everything that's going forward and how we're going to be able to affect so much change in the future. That's a fact, man. That's a fact. And I feel like everyone has a purpose. But the mm-hmm. thing is that a lot of times we get scared to follow that purpose because sometimes the dreams sound so grand. They sound maybe scary. And you're like, I would love to do this, but hey, I'm not a superstar. Hey, I'm not whatever. And we start rationalizing as to why we should live a regular life. And I'm completely against that. I believe in a life of freedom. And I believe that we've been given that seed for freedom within us, which is our purpose, but it's up to us to water that. So, you know, I want to encourage you guys to look deep within yourself. If you're spending too much time with distraction, whether that's social media, whether that's hanging out with people, watching TV, just wasting time away, understand that this is a present. Like, the time you have right now is a present. We're not going to have this forever. Our time on this earth is rented. Even with this whole corona and everything going on, some of us have more downtime. It's not a bad thing. It's a benefit. It's a blessing. So we have to use it for such. Yo, I think when you when you said, like, the freedom to have this power and do everything that we want to do, I think about a lot of times people say, yo, this is this is my dream. You know, they cultivate one dream and they, like, try to pursue that one dream, right? And then you also have so many people that do so many other different ventures on the side. Like, I seen this post earlier today that says Shaq has X amount of car washes owned, X amount of wing stops or uh, chicken restaurants or whatever. He still gets endorsed through the NBA. and He's got all these different revenue streams, right? That's not impossible. Everybody thinks that purpose is just one goal. Oh, my purpose to be a basketball player. So I'm gonna do is just shoot hoops all day long. I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. But you can have a purpose to be, you know, resourceful in many different ways or many different avenues. You don't have to limit yourself to just one source of income or just to one craft. I think we need to allow ourselves to grow. A lot of times we think about the one we love, the one purpose, my one dream. You keep putting the one in everything. It don't gotta be one thing. Allow yourself that freedom to grow into just this natural organism. Just let life happen sometimes, you know, and see what you're interested in. Over this quarantine, I realized that I really do have this fascination for working on my car and and modifying my car. And maybe that'll be a revenue stream down in the future, but it's something that I can't let go at this point in time. It's not something I want to ignore anymore. Like in high school, I kind of ignored it, put it to the side. I was like, I'm going to go to college for this one thing. And I locked myself in that fucking box. 
Now I'm like, well, shit, I can have multiple different boxes and I don't even got to lock myself. I could just jump from many things or like try to figure out a way to cultivate all things into one if I really wanted to. But you just can't limit yourself anymore. You got to be able to grow. What do you think about that? I mean, that's a fact. I think that as people, we're diverse people. So we're going to we're taught to be stuck into a frame. But one dream can have multiple, it's like a tree, it can have multiple branches. You may start with something, but as you move forward and like, you know, you, you learn about this, you learn about that, you get more involved. Like, as you're growing forward in your path, you start to learn more, you start to meet new people, you start to experience new things, and that tree is going to start branching this way and that way and growing and becoming to the point where it has so many legs that it's like, wow, I didn't think that this empire is possible. No one builds anything great by... Um, doing something for themselves or having their dreams be too small. Your dreams should eventually encompass other people because it'll be a benefit for them. You're using their mind, their creativity as well to come uh, full circle for this overall endeavor, this overall passion, whatever that may be. It reminds me of this guy, Stefan Arneo, who I, um, I watched a YouTube video on him and he passed away a few months ago from cancer, but he was real young. And by like, he was a millionaire before 30. He wrote like a lot of books. And he said one of his books he wrote in like a week or something. He said, why? Because I actually used my time. I didn't waste time. He said, most of us waste time. We don't spend most of the hours throughout the day to actually be directed to um, an informed path. But it's like, we will spend 30 minutes here, take a two hour break, another 20 minutes, and we're not really giving our all. So it's like, you sit down, just concentrate, just focus, just do the work. It's going to be hard someday. Some days you're really not going to feel like doing anything. You're going to be lazy as hell. You know, I always, I'm a proponent of listening to your body. Like, there's a difference between when your body's just going through that, like, depressive down phase. In those times, I kind of advise people to listen to your body, maybe take it a little easy, still do stuff every day, still go to bed at night feeling like you got a little bit better than you were yesterday, but... Aside from that, if you just feel like that laziness, which is really like the self-sabotage that starts telling you, I can't do this. What do I really think is, is going to, what do I really think is going to be made out of this? Like, what's going to come out of it? Like, not much. As soon as we start moving forward, we have all these thoughts that try to come in and like, it's our shadow side of ourselves, our weaker side that's trying to put a negative story in our head to have us doubt ourselves. And therefore, we don't ever really realize our full potential. Yeah, I think uh, self-doubt has so much to do with not realizing one's potential. I think we even did an episode about that in the last season, but mm-hmm. we can definitely always, always cover that because I feel like, you know, even if we do episodes today, there's always going to be some type of reference point to what we talked about because there's certain things that are ingrained with us that we just constantly believe in and constantly reinforce. And there's times that I will watch like somebody else's podcast or some type of platform where they're speaking about certain things i'm like damn they just reminded me of something i remember because we tend to forget shit you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i will go ahead and say that again for the people out there the self-doubt is the number one dream killer when you sit there and think that you can't do something you become that thoughts become things we have to realize that and when you start thinking negatively you're never going to reach your purpose you're always going to have this dream and if you don't bring that dream into its light and let it grow in its own um in its own mass, you're always going to sit there and think, damn, what if I did this dream? What if I want... Actually, the perfect way to recap this is J. Cole wrote an article earlier this 
week or last week or something like that called the audacity in which he was describing his rap dreams and his pro ball dreams and he went from like when he was in high school how he wanted to be this the rapper the best rapper of all times versus how he wanted to be in the nba and crazy enough he just got a deal from the pistons i don't know if it's serious or not but because he has exhibited that he wants to go ahead and play in the nba still at his age of 36 or whatever he is, he's like still chasing both dreams because he just never doubted himself. You know, he's like, you know what? I put it in the back and maybe before I die, I still want to do this. And the only way I'm going to really find out if I want to do it is if I do try it. You know what I mean? A lot of people, they get scared by that thought of like, damn, if I try it and I fail, then what does that mean? What are people going to think about me? Fuck all that. You got to do what you got to do for you. You can't think about what everybody else is going to think about. You know, sometimes you, you fail at something in life and then you find a way not to do it and then you do it even better. You know what I mean? You got to just keep going. And when I'm training my clients, I kind of tell them the same thing. It's like, yo, when you're working on those repetitions, you're just practicing to become better at doing this one task. You know what I mean? You're just practicing until you get to the next weight. Until you get to the next amount of sets, the next amount of reps. So you just keep practicing. And one day you're going to look at those those weights and be like, man, I looked at that a thousand times already. This shit is easy. I know what to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we can't let that that fear or that self-doubt become this monster that devours our dreams right away. We got to keep, keep at it. Just keep chipping away. And the thing is that you have your purpose for a reason. You have a reason why... You were designed, and therefore, someone else is going to benefit from you doing your part. Now, mm-hmm. we don't know how it looks like. Some are more grand on different levels. There's way more of a quote unquote bigger influence. But this, even if it's a small group of people that you're influencing, they needed that. They needed that message and focus on that. Focus on the work, the quality of it, and the morale of the purpose that you have and who you're going to impact. And I actually mm-hmm. saw uh, online uh, some tryouts with J. Cole. He was trying out with some mm-hmm. pro leagues. So right, right. I, I really admired that. And I also wanted to bring up something we talked about a couple of days ago, okay. uh, which was the idea of life being a game. So, like, how, come on now. <laughs> well, All right, let's that? get right into it. Let's get into so, it. So, we spoke about like if someone's going after their dreams, it's like, mm-hmm. Um, we get so down on ourselves because we've been doing this thing for three months straight, five months straight, even a year straight. And you feel like, man, I'm not being coming successful right now. Mm-hmm. So I remember watching a video by Gary Vee and this guy was saying some of the same stuff. He was like 30 years old or maybe even older. And Gary Vee was like, dude, you're still in the first quarter. Like, it's not over yet. I know you think you've been doing this for a long time. you got more years ahead of you than you have behind you. You're right. only in the first quarter. We want to win the game in the first quarter and some people may be up in the first quarter and then fail by the end or not get the results they wanted so much by the end or, or like just lost that momentum they had but it's like even if you're down in the first quarter there's still the rest of the game left where you could actually come out on top so as we're going forward in our journey if you feel like you had an image in your mind as to what that pers- what that route should look like what that journey should look like and it's not looking just like that it's okay because you're only in the first quarter, the second quarter. You know what I'm saying? All right. I definitely agree. I think um, I was actually thinking about this a little bit earlier today because when you put me on that Gabby, Gabby recall, I was like, man, wait a second. There's certain people that don't really because I, I relate everything to basketball. That's like one of my favorite sports. But it's certain people that like may be watching baseball and um, soccer. They have like halves as opposed to quarters or whatever. 
but pretty much you got to relate your favorite sport to the game of life because life is ultimately a game right so if you're looking at baseball when you're in the first couple innings you got nine innings to go as soon as you walk on the field maybe after that first inning you got eight more to go all right cool but there's so many different things that can happen in that same thing with basketball you got a 12 minute quarter we ain't trying to win a game in 12 minutes that's going to be one of the hardest tasks because you got 10 people on the floor. You're not going to get off 20 shots in the first quarter. That's just damn near impossible. You know what I mean? Unless your team is just feeding you the ball. But you got to think about the different strategies that are employed within those first 12 minutes. So when Gary said you in the first quarter of your life in this 30 years that you put in, it's like, damn, wait a second. Hold up. He might be on to something. And the way I like to look at it is like, no matter what you do in life, nobody gives a fuck at all. You know, like you may have your, your mom or anybody at the crib may be sick, but when you go to work, they don't care. They don't want to hear no excuses. When you go to your favorite coffee shop and you want to order a coffee, they don't give a fuck that so-and-so is sick. They're just trying to make that sell. Nobody cares about what's going on in your personal life. And a lot of times, a lot of customers, they tend to just wear their emotions on them. So you may go get that coffee and you'd be like mad as hell. Like, get my goddamn coffee. You know, so-and-so is dying in the back and, you know, I'm here getting coffee and, and you're smiling in my face. Like, but why? The way I look at it is like, you don't have to do all that. You got to just give 100%. Be the person that you're known to be. You know what I mean? Just because... Somebody doesn't understand what you're going through. That don't mean they can't relate to it. You know what I mean? If you had time to sit there at the coffee shop and talk to the cashier about what was going on, she might be able to relate. You know what I mean? So there's no purpose in giving her a nasty attitude about something when she don't even know what you're going through. You can't expect everybody to be on the same page as you. And that's like the game of basketball. It's like not everybody's going to be there with you, but they dare to watch you. And a lot of people watch from a distance. You know what I mean? That one person who's that cashier, she might see you every day. And she might got 10K in the bank, 20K in the bank, and you got a business right there, and she see you working hard on that business every day, and she may want to invest into you, but then one day you give her attitude, and she's like, oh, I don't like his character. You know what I mean? You never know who's watching. So you want to put on the best show possible at every moment of your life. Maybe when you get home, there's certain things that may deter you from putting 100% because now that's a personal life, and that's okay. That's not really on camera. You know what I mean? That's behind the scenes. But... When you're in the public eye, you want to give your best to every single thing you can do. You know, if you drive, you want to drive the best. Be the best at everything you're going to do. Give 100%. Don't give nothing less to that shit. That's just how I look at everything nowadays. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree with that. And the thing is that even another aspect of what you said is you may have a project you want to put out, like a book um, that you want to write, or you want to start your own business. Behind the scenes, it's going to be hard as hell. You're going to be up late. You're going to be stressed out. You're going to be worried. You may wake up in cold sweats. You may have a whole bunch of stuff going on. You may be going into debt to, like, make sure your dreams happen. Mm -hmm. But, and if you tell people about it, they're like, you know, they may, if it's a good friend, they'll hear you out, give advice, stuff like that. But let's say someone had no idea of that perspective of what you were going through. And you tell them, hey, I just published my first book. It could be your dad. It could be your cousin, your friend. Hey, I just started my own business. They're going to say, oh, that's what's up. They won't even understand what you went through. So there's no right. point in complaining about it. There's no point in all that other stuff. The people who were supposed to be there for you, be it a significant other, friends, family, 
we're with you through the journey and they understand and you understand and you'll reap the benefits from that labor and from that type of uh, output that you that you exerted but you can't get so caught up in people uh caring about what you're going through for better or for worse you'll get those benefits for yourself as a reward you'll reap the benefit the rewards of your efforts down mm -hmm. the road but um and even when you struggle look at it as a good thing because it's all perspective if we look at hey struggle is like so hard i shouldn't be doing this this is a bad thing it shouldn't be happening to me it's literally a sign of growth if you're not failing you're not growing that's a common saying it's because you went outside the mm -hmm. box you can't expect to be successful with anything women a business uh books um any type of creative endeavor making new friends doing things alone in your day-to-day -day life whatever it is even being social if you're not a social person you may come mm -hmm. up awkward at first whatever it is you can't expect to be a pro and an expert at it right away let yourself have those hiccups scrape your knees a little bit because you gain wisdom from it you gain experience you learn okay this is how this works next time this same challenge or a similar challenge comes up i'm a uh, breeze right past that so embrace the growth embrace the pain on the journey if you're not experiencing pain it's because you're not doing anything new if you're not experiencing some form of failure you're not stepping outside of your comfort zone so those are all good things and when you win or when you lose people don't care that much so just keep going anyway do what feels right to you follow that purpose right so um when it comes to the basketball season you have 82 games obviously you want to win as many games as possible that's your goal the more games you win, the higher seed you'll be in when it comes to the playoffs, the more likely you are to win the championship, et cetera, et cetera, right? But some games just don't really matter too much. Like, you know, you can't – you can give 100% every day that you are on that court. But then there's some games where the coach may say, yo, come sit down, you know, we up by 30. I don't need you to play another 30 minutes, whatever. You know what I mean? Some games like that, it's like, all right, well, my 100% is best – suited on that bench right now you know it's going to help the team in the long run and then sometimes the team may be up by 30 and may lose by two points at the end it may go into double overtime or something like that and you take that loss on the chin because you can't win every game and that's just life's failures you're not going to always succeed with everything that you do but you still try your hardest to to succeed in whatever realm possible and one of the things that i came across earlier this quarantine was um this idea of the journey a lot of people they seem to think about this journey and they see the end goal and like damn i need to get there as fast as possible when you get to the end goal as fast as possible you don't really enjoy every single thing every trial and error that happened along the road you don't really get to relish in the moment you kind of just speed past things and when you're so laser focused and i'm not saying i'm not saying it's a bad thing sometimes laser focus is a good thing but when you're so laser focused, you tend to miss obstacles in your life. I remember when Arnold was training for one of the um, what was it the one of the championships he won. I forget which one exactly it was. One of the bodybuilding championships he won. His dad had died, and he got the phone call. He was like, "Well, listen, what do you want me to do? He's already dead. I can't bring him back to life. I'll get to there, you know, as soon as possible." And a lot of people would say, damn, my dad died. I had to go right now. Like, I'm distraught. Like, but he was so laser focused that he missed that moment in his life where he could have been emotional. So that's when laser focus may be a good thing or a bad thing. It just depends on the person. But what I want to think about when I say the journey is 
earlier this year when I was when we first started this quarantine, I was looking at um Mike Posner, one of the famous singers, and I was like, man, I ain't heard from him in a minute. So I googled his name, and I found out that he actually did this walk across America, and his timeline was maybe a year and a half or something like that. And even though he was walking across, he would do pop-up shows here and there. So he wasn't walking to raise time. He was just walking in a sense of, like, this is a goal that I want to accomplish. I don't care how long it takes. I'm going to get there. My projected date is by this time. I'm giving myself enough grace period just in case something happens. If I don't walk enough miles a day, whatever, whatever. But I'm still going to enjoy the people that I meet along the time. And if you look on his Instagram, he actually has documented his progress based on his captions, based on his experiences. And I think that's priceless. A lot of times we don't remember the journey. We just, we get there and we're like, shit, I'm here now. And that's when you end up plateauing because you don't remember how you got there. Yeah, and uh, what you said, he didn't care how long it took. With uh, purpose, he followed what felt like his purpose at that moment, what he was mm -hmm. called to do, something you really can't control even if you try to, this is what you're about. This is who you are. And with that, it's like he felt free in that moment. He didn't worry about money. He didn't worry about not having a car. He didn't worry about strangers that he could meet. He didn't worry about people that could be trying to do harmful things to him because he's in a foreign land with, you know, knowing that he knows around him. He worried about what's going to make my heart most fulfilled. What's going to make my heart sing right now. And that thing was traveling the world. So the, the reason why purpose is so important and why you get a reward for being courageous and it doesn't matter who notices it or who doesn't is because the way you feel that liberating feeling is priceless you can have all the money in the world and not feel great you can feel like shit you can feel unfulfilled you can have no one to share this with whatever you do the key thing that you're gaining is that sense of freedom and that's power that that sense of power that that sense of ability because guess what your health is going to be better when you're free right you're gonna have a better attitude when you're free you're going to accomplish more things in life because you care about what you're doing. You're going to gain more power, which is why we say place your power first, because that gives you the ability, the happiness, the sense of content in life. It takes courage to follow it because we've been programmed from a young age, go the well, try the path, do the things that are simple, that are laid out for you, that guarantee security. Sometimes you have to take risks so you have long-term security, long-term mm -hmm. freedom, and not just this small game that most people play. If anything has been shown to us in these past couple of years, it's that you can literally make money any way possible. That's not even a question. The idea behind it, though, is like, what do you love doing? What and, and, and can you find a way to do it in which you can um, earn money as well? So one of the guys I follow on um, YouTube, his dream is just to work on cars and drift cars and that's it. And I looked at, you know, I started watching his channel more so this quarantine and I started looking at it. I'm like, damn, like all he doing every day is just taking a video of his day to day life. He says, oh, this thing is wrong with the car. I'm going to meet up with my friend. We're going to fix it. We don't know what we're doing, but we're going to figure it out. And that kind of mentality is just like you can literally do that with anything in life. You can say, hey, listen, I don't know what I'm doing, but it looks kind of easy because one thing my dad told me going up. It's like if somebody can do something and they've already kind of set a template or a, a blueprint behind that, why can't you replicate that shit? Maybe you don't got all the ingredients or whatever. Maybe you can put your own little twist on it, but that should not be enough to stop you from that shit. 
if man can make it, man can break it, man can repair it, you should be able to do the same thing. So you can't let these little doubts and everything hold you back. So if your purpose is something that has never been tried by anyone and you're afraid that it's never going to take off, just take the leap of faith. You know what I mean? Because you never know who's going to actually enjoy that. There's a lot of people in this world who are afraid to take that leap. And when they see you starting your journey and they're like, oh, shit, I, I thought about that. I just didn't think it was possible. You kind of give them faith and you give them this feeling of liberation where they can end up trying that same thing as well. And I be trying to tell people, like, it ain't always about how you feel inside. It's about how you make other people feel. You know, this one guy I was talking to earlier, he sent me a video of him doing like a shoulder press. And I was like, yo, bro, post that shit, son. He's like, where? I'm like, why the fuck not? Somebody may see that shit and they may get some confidence off of that. Because I promise you this, we got mutual followers, but we don't follow the same people. So I could post that shoulder video, but his friends may not see that shit. But if he posts it, they might be like, oh, shit. You know what? I was thinking about doing that way before, but I was scared. I didn't know that was humanly possible. But hey, you just show me that it is. You know what I mean? Like We got to just make sure we make moves for ourselves that encourage other people as well. Because we're not here to sit there and um, and diminish any dreams. We're here to grow as many dreams as possible. That's it. That's a fact. And I honestly think that's a good place to to end it for today. But that was, mm -hmm. you know, all that stuff is I agree with. Uh, we never know how someone else is inspired by what you do. And a lot of time, even since you brought up that social media reference, uh, sometimes the people who don't comment, don't like, your posts, they're the ones who are most inspired by you. And you'll never know that. So just keep going hard for yourself and for others because, again, any dream that you have is bigger than yourself. So we want to thank you guys for listening to this first episode of Season 2 of the Competent Conversations podcast where we're helping you and reinstating how important it is for you to place your power first because all the things we just discussed in this episode – are only a piece of what you'll get out of that. We can give you all these words, but you'll never understand what it feels like until you go ahead and do it. So mm -hmm. if you want to find some more of our content, you can find us on Spotify. Uh, mm -hmm. Just type in the Competent Conversations Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube. Uh, my social media, uh, Instagram is uh, Rashard.Neil. Facebook mm -hmm. is Rashard Neil. Snapchat, same thing. Everything that you want to um, find out about as far as content when it comes to me. First and last name, Richard Neal. All my content is listed at All I Do Is Fit. So that's going to be on Faith, uh, excuse me, Instagram, Snapchat. That's All I Do Is Fit. Email is All I Do Is Fit. And then my Facebook is Take Fun Lino. Y'all can reach me on there as well. You know, highlight the boy. All right, y'all. We'll talk to y'all next time. Take care. Take care. Peace. 20 dub, we really aiming for the head this year We ain't wait for a seat at the table, we pulled up a chair And the view is so beautiful from here, I might shed a tear I ain't moving, I'm cool and light a cue